are now listening to the Legends Lingo Podcast, presented by CouchGuysSports.com. Here are your hosts, Al. You didn't ask him about I that long? I was getting there, Beetle. Now, what the holy fuck kind of host are you? I mean, you're Beetle, burying the lead. shit, dude. Someone Chris is... trip, please. Powder. Yes, sir. And Maddie D. Uh, and on top of that, now you have a triple effect. You have... The Niners looking for a long-term answer with Jimmy G in-house. Maybe they don't want to spend the money on Jimmy G. Maybe he gets freed up because they go after a guy like Teddy Bridgewater, who now theoretically could be freed up. So there's a lot of dominoes to fall. Enjoy the show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to the Legends Lingo Podcast, episode 176, as always presented by CouchGuysSports.com. Check out everything on CouchGuysSports.com, daily blogs, podcasts, YouTube channel, Twitch channel, everything else in between. Al Nahigian, Tom Powder Cadmus here, after a week off, took a yep. little, little mini vacation, schedules didn't align, but it's okay, we're back. Powder, pleasure. Always. Pleasure's all mine. You're such a sweetheart deep down. We love mm-hmm. that. So we haven't been on in a few weeks. Last time we were here, Bruins fired their head coach. They haven't hired anybody yet. So once they hire someone, we will talk about it. Celtics finals run completed with a loss to the Golden State Warriors in six games. We will talk more about that. And the Red Sox are actually looking like a decent baseball team. Eight games over 500, 16 and four in the month of June. So we'll see if they are for real as they have a gauntlet of a schedule coming up. And we'll get into all that, but first, have you ever felt unable to focus? You're tired or you're just low on energy? We understand that feeling. We understand it so well that the Legends Lingo podcast is brought to you by the Couch Guy Sports Network and sponsored by our friends over at Shocked Energy, now known as Shocked Hydrate. Shocked Energy Dash Hydrate is a drink made by gamers and podcasters for gamers and podcasters. All their flavors come packed with 180 milligrams of caffeine to ensure that no matter what you're doing, your focus will always be razor sharp to keep you performing at the game. Their formulas are designed to specifically give you high energy boosts when you need it most while ensuring to avoid the jitters after too much caffeine consumption. Head on over to shockedenergy.com. Use the promo code CGSN, all capitalized today. For 10% off your order, check out their green apple flavors and their watermelon flavors. And don't worry, they ship worldwide. Powder, random country. Uh, Uzbekistan. Uzbekistan, Djibouti, or wherever you are listening to this podcast from, Shocked Energy ships worldwide. Get your Shocked Energy today and let us help you gain back your focus and energy. Shockedenergy.com, promo code CGSN, 10% off your order. So let's deep dive into it. Celtics, tough, tough finals defeat they were up two games to one they go into game four they were up like five or seven points in game four with about five to seven minutes left in the game warriors take control they end up winning that game 107 97 steph curry that game 43 points absolutely ridiculous night for curry jason tatum with 23 points Jalen brown with 21 along the way Derek White had a decent game that game, too, 16 points. Game five, uh, Celtics get off to a slow start against the Warriors, end up losing 104-94, even though they had a the Celtics had an incredible third quarter to get them back into the game and take a slight lead going into the fourth quarter. Steph Curry, that game, went 0 for 10 from three-point land, so you knew he was going to have a good game in game six. Then in game six, Celtics are back home, have a chance to force another game seven to the NBA Finals game seven. Anything can happen. 
come out the first two minutes really good. After that, it was all Warriors as the Warriors end up winning their fourth title since 2015, 103 to 90. Steph Curry, NBA Finals MVP, now five, four and two. Yeah, four and two. I think, yeah, four and two in the NBA Finals. So, Powder, now that the finals are over, it's been about a week now. It's been a week exactly as we're recording on Thursday, June 23rd. What is your overall thought on the series and on the Celtics season, just after all the dust is settled, before we get into anything? I was saying it's definitely a very good turnaround, and it really showed uh, what this talent in this core group can do when they get all the right buttons punched and pushed. Um, Because obviously we saw the first 40 games or so, the Celtics were not playing well. Um, everybody thought, and we talked about it on here, and I've said this a million times since the playoff run started, um, we were all people who said, hey, blow up the core and trade some of the players, and they really turned around. And, yes, obviously it sucks, especially being a Boston sports fan. You're used to winning championships. You get to a championship, we're going to win it. Like the Red Sox the last four times they've been to a World Series, we've seen them win it. Um Obviously, Patriots have lost a few. Um, Bruins have lost a few. But still, we're used to winning a lot of championships. And having the season end in defeat might have not been the best thing. But I think it. I think to lose to the Warriors, which have been the la- the best team the last almost two decades, like, la- like you said, four and eight, they've just been very consistent. Um, it's It's tough. Um, but it's definitely, I think it was a successful season. I can't, I, even a loss in the finals, I still think it's a successful season. The season's definitely a success. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. hundred percent of success. You won the East. You got over the hurdle of Brooklyn. You got over the hurdle of Milwaukee. You got over the hurdle of Miami. You know, you can beat those teams now in a playoff series. Mm-hmm. Best of seven. You know, you can do that. With that being said, I think this was a classic case of a team that just wasn't quite ready to win a championship, and that's okay. Jason Tatum's 24 years old. Jalen Brown's 25 years old. How many teams do you see with guys 25 and younger winning championships? You don't see it. Michael Jordan was 27 when he won his first one. Same thing with LeBron. You know, And there are guys, it it showed there was nobody with finals experience on that Celtics team. Even Al Horford, who's been around the league since – the Celtics won their last championship in 2008. That was his first time in the finals. And it showed, you know, and you lose to the Warriors. If it was any other team, if the Celtics were playing the Mavericks or the Grizzlies or the Suns in the finals, I think they would have won the whole oh, thing. Yeah, I definitely. really do. Even against the Suns, who were there last year. I think they could have beaten them. But now you have some questions. You know, will Jason Tatum, if he ever gets back to the finals, be a guy that can actually take over? You know, will this core stay intact? Because a lot of them are under contract for next season. So there's not a lot of moves that need to be made. But going into the NBA offseason now, Powder, and we're going to kind of transition to this. Yep. If, you, if you're the Celtics, let me ask you this before I kind of give my take. What do the Celtics need in order to get to that championship level to win the NBA Finals? I think they definitely need um, – I think they have some good score off the bench, but definitely need more and some more playmakers off the bench is what they need. Thousand percent. You hit the nail on the head. I mean, guys like Peyton Pritchard and Grant Williams, they didn't give you a lot. And there were reports today that came out for 98.5 the sports hub 
that said that Grant Williams and Peyton Pritchard, they could be shopped around for the right price. So Brad Stevens sees it too, that they need a big jump off the bench. The way I see it, Tatum, Brown, Robert Williams, Al Horford, Derek White, I think are safe. I don't even know how safe Marcus Smart is because, you know, I know everybody in Boston loves Smart and he took a big jump this year, but you're telling me if you can't get a guy like a, and I'm just throwing names out here, like a Bradley Beal or even a Kevin Durant with all the stuff that's going on in, in Brooklyn now yeah. with Kyrie Irving, like you can't tell me that if the price wasn't right, that Brad would go out and get one of those like superstar guys. Oh yeah. So now like what options do you have? Like I looked at the, the free agency list, a couple names that intrigued me, Patty Mills from Brooklyn. He's a, he's a veteran guy, a guy that can give you scoring off the bench. PJ Tucker, a guy that won a championship in Milwaukee. And then he went to Miami, you know, a tough bruising four that he can shoot a little bit from the corners and he can give you some physical play down low. Another backup guy, you know, besides that, like Luke Kennard is a name that I've heard been thrown around. Uh, Kyle Kuzma is another name that's been thrown around. There are guys that have been thrown around. And as we're recording, the NBA draft is actually going to take place. And as we're recording, 7.45 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on June 23rd, the NBA draft's in 15 minutes. So who knows what the Celtics will do? They don't have a first-round pick. Their first pick is at uh, 53, number 53 overall in the second round. So who knows what Brad Stevens might be thinking? He was even rumored to be talking to the Warriors about their number 28 overall pick. So who knows what's going to happen? Anything can happen on draft night. Reports have said that the Celtics are quiet and things are going slow. Maybe that can mean a firework is going to happen at 10 o'clock PM today. So who knows, but Mm -hmm. overall great season by the Celtics came up just short. I think we can both conclude powder. And I'll just ask you, will this team be back? Oh, definitely. I think they definitely, like you said, it's a young core. I think they'll be back very soon in the NBA finals. They have to be. There's no reason why they shouldn't be because if you have Jason Tatum in place, Jalen Brown in place, Robert Williams healthy, who's a defensive player of the year candidate, by the way, when fully healthy, Al Horford on regular rest, Derek White, who's under contract for another year. Right now you have Smart, and I I think, I know I said he's not safe, but if I had to bet, I would bet that he's back in Boston next year, which is fine by me, no problem, and bring Derek White off the bench, I'm good with that. But you need to solidify that bench powder, and you hit the nail on the head with your point earlier. You yeah. can get some solid veteran pieces, veteran guys that have been there before, that have won before, or even just young guys that are good shooters and you teach them the, def- the, the defensive system or guys that are good on defense and you work with them on shooting. You know, you're not going to get a perfect player. You're not going to get yeah. a perfect role player. A guy like Jay Crowder, who was here in Boston before, that's an ideal role player. Can shoot decent from the outside and can play really good defense. So, I'm intrigued to see what happens, especially with NBA free agency. You got to admit NBA free agency is so much fun. Like M- oh, yeah. NBA and, and MLB are the two best free agency yeah, periods. Definitely. No questions. Definitely. No questions. So we'll see what happens, but I, I think they get back to the finals. I think that they really should be proud of the season that they had. And they know that they have work to do and they have yeah. the right guy in the office doing it. And Brad Stevens, they have the right guy on the bench in Ime Udoka, who is who went to the finals in his first year as a head coach. And now you have young guys that have experience now getting to the finals and know what it takes. Yeah. So I really love the Celtics in the future. Any final thoughts before we kind of move into a different direction? 
No, like you said, I just think they'll be back in the finals. I think it'll be sooner rather than later. And I think I heard a rumor. I saw a rumor on Twitter that the Celtics gave Brad Stevens the okay to spend and to go after short-term players to win. So I think that's a good thing to hear as a Boston sports fan is that the Celtics want to plan for the short-term to win. Yeah. And you know what? That's a good thing. Like Wick Grosbeck and Steve Pagliuca and everyone else is like, you know what? We saw what we did here. Go get Banner 18. Go get it. Like, go get Banner 18. You're so close now. We have almost all the pieces. Whatever you got to do to get us over the top, do it. Bradley Beal is not going to take his player option of about $36 million from the Wizards because he wants to win right now. Yeah. And Powder, who is Bradley Beal best friends with? Tatum. Jason Tatum. You're telling me that if you could sign Bradley Beal and get rid of some of those lower end pieces to come up with the cap space, along with that trade level exception or whatever it is, the Fournier exception, you're telling me you wouldn't do that? Oh, 100%. I mean, you have to. Have to. There there would be no reason not to do it. But again, we'll see what happens. It's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. And we're going to go from there. Yep, yep. We are going to move into some Red Sox. Before we do that, just quick shout out to our friends at Exogun, 10% off at exogun.com with the code CGS10. That's capital C, capital G, capital S, one, zero. The 10% off your massage therapy guns, whether you are podcasting, coaching, or you're on the trail, make sure to go check out exogun.com and get your massage therapy guns today. All right, Red Sox. They're looking pretty good right now, Powder. Yes, they are. Like I said at the top of the show, Red Sox are 16 and four in the month of June. They've taken care of business. I mean, I know they've played a lot of really below average teams. They played the athletics a couple of times, the angels, a couple of times, the Mariners once they played the tigers and swept them, took two out of three from the Cardinals who are actually decent, but now you have what they call the gauntlet because now powder, do you want to hear what their next month or so looks like? Oh, just looking at it now, I think think it's more than a month. So here, Red Sox fans, is what you have to look forward to. Three-game series in Cleveland against the Guardians. Three-game series in Toronto against the Blue Jays. Now, keep in mind, Toronto has the vaccine mandate still. So that means no Tanner Houck, no Jaron Duran, because they are not vaccinated. Unfortunately. A little bit of a breather in Chicago over the July 1st weekend. Fourth of July, you have a three-game series at home against the Rays, a four-game series against at home against the Yankees, four in Tampa Bay, and then I think you have three more in Yankee Stadium. Yep, but it keeps going. Then Blue Jays come to town, Guardians come to town, Brewers come to town. Like, it doesn't – those are not easy games. No, they're not, and I'm looking at it now. So after that Yankee series, so it's a it's a four game series against the Yankees, three again, four again, four at the Rays, three at the Yankees, and like Powder said, three more at home against Toronto, four more at home against Cleveland, three at home against Milwaukee. So now, Powder, this is this is kind of the question that I wanted to ask you, being a baseball guy as you are, similar to me. Will we see that the Red Sox were just a team that? took care of business against the crappy teams because they had to and that they're a middle-of-the-pack team? Or are we going to see a team that's actually good and they're going to surprise us in this stretch? 
I th- I think it's more in the middle. I think they're going to play well for the most part, but I think playing against some of the top teams, they're probably – I would say they'll – let's say it's – I don't know, it's a little over a month, so let's say it's 40 games. I think they'll go like 25 and 15, like a little bit above 500, like 10 games above 500, which would be good, but I don't think they're going to blow these top teams out of the water. I just don't think they've played consistent enough all year against good teams to show that they're at that level right now. If they win 25 and 15, I would be thrilled with that record. 10 games over 500. So then you do the quick math. They'd be 18 games over 500 at that point. Yeah. You're at about like a 64 and 46 type of record. I'd be ecstatic with that. I would be thrilled with that. But right now there's a lot of questions you know, when is Nathan Evaldi coming back? When is Garrett Whitlock coming back? When's Chris Sale coming back? When's James Paxton coming back? There's a lot of questions with that pitching rotation. Not only that, there's questions about the bullpen. Is Tanner Houck going to be the guy that can be your closer now, now that Whitlock's officially long-term going to be a starter in the rotation? Is Sale going to be as good as people are making him out to be with his rehab starts and everything? Will James Paxton be good enough to make a solid contribution, whether it be in the starting rotation or in the bullpen. So I don't know where this team goes and who knows if, and who knows, by the way, and we're going to talk about this as the time gets closer. Who knows if Sandra Bogart is still going to be on this team in August. Exactly. Like if you had to bet right now, does Sandra Bogart finish the year with the Red Sox or does he get traded? Oh, that's so tough. Cause I want him to stay with the Red Sox, but of course I have a feeling they're going to, they might trade him. I do too. And I think it's, I think it's silly. And I think it's especially silly if you don't have Raphael Devers locked up long-term, at least if you have Devers locked up and it's like, okay, you're not going to let both of them go. You recognize that Devers is a star in this league and you're going to pay him as such. But if you trade Bogarts and then you let Devers walk after the 2023 season, then you really are trying to be the Tampa Bay Rays. Yes. Which I mean, again, we have the, when I say we, the Red Sox have the money to spend. The money is there. So why are you not spending it? Exactly. So I don't know, man. I, let me ask you this real quick, and we'll get into this as the trade deadline gets closer. What's one thing you want to see the Red Sox actually get before the deadline or at the deadline? I definitely think it's bullpen help. I think the team. I don't. I haven't looked at the stat in a while, but I know for a while they were leading the league in blown saves. It just, even if it's not a closer, it's just getting more bullpen help. It doesn't have to be a stud closer like a Josh Hader or something. Like I don't think the Brewers would give up Josh Hader, but you know what I mean by that, like that yeah, level of a closer. But just someone to help the bullpen, lengthen that bullpen. Yeah, and not only that, another guy that I forgot to talk about, Josh Taylor. He's another guy that's yeah. rehabbing trying to make his way back up. Cause I think if you can get a solid reliever to go along with guys like Hauk and John Schreiber and uh, Matt Strom and who did you just mention again? Um, who did I just see? see we don't yeah. even know who, who we mentioned. We don't even know, Yeah, but um, it's just like this bullpen has so many pieces like Jake Diekman. I don't want to see yeah. really that much. And by the way, this might be an unpopular take, but as far as the starting rotation goes, I'm good with Rich Hill. I don't, I don't need him in the rotation. Yeah, no, I, he's not good. He's not. He, 
it should be when everyone's healthy and everyone's good to go, it should be Chris Sale in no particular order, by the way. Yeah. Chris Sale, Nick Pavetta, Nathan Eovaldi, Michael Walker, and then insert your five starter here, whoever yeah. you want it to be. Like you have guys in the minor leagues like Brian Bello, who's very close and dominating in triple A. You know, you have a Josh Winkowski, a guy that's made a couple starts now for your major league roster. So, I mean, there's options. You have a lot of options. James Paxton, another guy, again, I know I've said him a couple times now, but he could be your fifth start in the rotation mm-hmm. if all is going well. So, again, there's a lot of options, but if you're the Red Sox and if you're contending, two things need to happen. Number one, you need to extend Bogart's endeavors long-term, and then you need to make a trade like you did last offseason – or, sorry, last – trade deadline when you got guys like Kyle Schwarber to help you and make a run at a good playoff spot, because you're not going to catch the Yankees in the division, but you're right there with the Jays and you're right there with the race. So this, this gauntlet, this next month is going to make or break this season and tell us if the Red Sox were just playing really bad teams or if they're actually legit. Yes. Powder, I need a bite to eat after that. Can you tell me where we can get that? Yes, actually, I can tell you where to get a good bite to eat. Obviously, it stinks now that the Celtics and Bruins have bought both off, but there's plenty of reasons to still go TD Garden. And if you're hungry around the TD Garden, go A&B Kitchen and Bar. Um, A&B Kitchen and Bar is located right across the street from TD Garden on Causeway Street. Um, it's an elevated take on traditional New England pub menu with locally um, – Made fish and chips, local burgers, craft beers from local breweries, and there's a really nice patio sit outside. You have a great view of the Zagan Bridge and the TD Garden. So if you ever want a really good bite to eat in the Boston area right right next to the garden, check out A&B Kitchen and Bar. Shout out to our friends at A&B Kitchen and Bar. Going to be – it's going to be – a little lonely without the Celtics and the Bruins, but still go get a bite to eat. We'll get a drink, catch a concert. Yep. You know, if you're a concert person, Powder's a concert person. Yes. At least definitely. I think he is. So yep, there you go. Let's go check it out. Never been much of a concert person. I just, I don't know. I never went to a concert. I have to get you to one one these days. Hey, why not? You, my girlfriend, my family, yeah. my friends. I don't care who. Just let's yeah. let's have a good time. Yeah. Anything, anything else you want to talk about, Powder? Actually, um, Rob Gronkowski retired. Do you think this is the yeah. end? Do you think this is the actual end? I know he retired a couple of years ago, but I think that was just a play to get him away from the Patriots. But um, do you think this is truly the end for Rob? So just to to give a little uh, backstory. So Rob Gronkowski announced his retirement. I believe it was Tuesday. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Tuesday, June 21st. And he thanked the Bucks, which – I have a couple thoughts. First of all, to answer your question, yes, I think he's done. I think he's he's had it this time. He played his extra couple years with Brady, but then again, his agent Drew Rosenhaus comes out and says if Brady calls, he might come back this season or maybe even next season. So I would say 99% he's done, but there's yeah. still that 1% that you never know. The Patriots fans that got upset about Gronk not thanking the Patriots this time, it's like, dude, he did it in 2020. Yep. There's literally a whole post on Instagram. You go on Gronk's Instagram. There's a whole post with him and his and his girlfriend, Camille Kostak, or whatever her name is. Yeah. And it says, thank you, New England, Robert Kraft, Bill Belichick, all that stuff. So get over yourselves, please. 
Like, just get over it. And if he, if and when he makes the Hall of Fame, he'll thank the Patriots. There's no doubt about it. But yes, I to answer your question, yes, I think he's done. Do you think he's done? Yeah, I like. I was actually watching a little ESPN today and listened to it. Um, they're saying, yeah, his agent came out, but a lot of close friends are saying, no, he's done. He doesn't want to deal with the injuries and all that. Like he's had multiple back surgeries, multiple other surgeries. Like he's, it's probably that it's definitely the end for Rob Gronkowski, and he's one of the greatest tight ends, if not the greatest tight end ever. So. Hey, thanks for a couple Super Bowls in New England, and then congrats on the one in um, Tampa Bay, and he's going to be a Hall of Famer. So it was awesome to watch oh, okay. his career. Absolutely. No doubt he's a Hall of Famer. No doubt that he's a guy that helped you become what you were in New England. So good for yeah. him. Let him ride off into the sunset and do what you have to do. So congratulations, yeah. Gronk. And you know he's going to get millions of opportunities. He'll get the analyst jobs, the TV roles, the movie roles. He'll get. He'll oh, do yeah. whatever he wants. Oh, yeah. And he's, as much as he's the goofy personality, from everything I've heard, he's very, very smart with his money. So, yes, he, yep. he he's going to keep making money, and he'll always – have like you said all those opportunities to do like wwe he's done it before in the past like he'll definitely probably do it again oh for sure and to go along with that money comment i think i remember it being that he hasn't spent a dime of his nfl paychecks yeah he spent all of his endorsement money like that's how he that's what he lives off of yeah it's pretty good i mean that's pretty good it is but shout out to gronk i completely forgot that gronk retired i'm glad you brought that back up because we would have forgotten about that but whatever so gronk we hardly knew you. You threw guys out of the club, and we're appreciative of it. <laughs> Anything final before we head out for the week? I got nothing. Celtics offseason coming. Red Sox season moving along. Hopefully next episode we'll have a Bruins head coach, and we can talk to some people about what they think yeah. and what this means for the future of the Bruins. And Patriots training camp is right around the corner. So that means football season is going to be coming. Love it. Make sure, again, check out everything, couchguysports.com, all the written work and everything else that's going on on the website. Make sure to rate and subscribe to the Legends Lingo podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, SoundCloud, everywhere where you get your po- your podcast and wherever you listen. Make sure you go check that out. If nothing else for this week, that is Tom Powder Cadmus, the lovely, the beautiful, the handsome, the all the above Tom Powder Cadmus. I'm your host, Thank you. Al Nahigian. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening to episode 176. And we'll see you next week for episode 177. Yes, sir.